the message that uh, the Holy Spirit gave me to bring this this day. So obviously it's a it's a very familiar topic, um, but it is of great importance to the Holy Spirit because it affects our relationship uh, directly with God, and we're going to take a. What does the Bible say about this word with the Holy Spirit is talking us to to forget. And we have had messages in the past about, uh, you know, things that we remember that we shouldn't remember. Don't let our past. But again, the Holy Spirit, this is his time to shine. And he wants us to be uh, in the right relationship with the Lord. And right now, this message is entitled a time to forget is divine power. So there is power, not not normal power. This is divine power. So it has a a, a kingdom uh, genesis. Uh, so we 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 want to receive this because this is a powerful time right now. Um, you know, there's a lot going on in the world, and we can see it. A, a lot went on just this past week that astounded many people. Um, but the Lord is saying to us. This is a time to forget, and forgetting in and of itself we, has a connotation. For instance, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there in years, Pastor Rick. I'm not remembering things I used to remember. I don't remember where my car keys are. I don't remember if I, if I took my vitamins in the morning. This is not, this is not, this is not the, the, the forget, forgetting that we are going to be talking about. Uh, this is... The kind of forgetting uh, about things in the past that found their way in your heart created a scar where you kind of focused on it from, you know, time after time. It always comes up. And so we're going to take a look at what did Paul say in 2 Corinthians 5.17? What did he say? There's a part in there um, that I just want to focus on. Because this is a spiritual condition. And Paul says, these things which are connected to the new man, they've passed away. So they have passed away. So we need to remember, though, that what God is saying to us, that there's times when you will have to let go of something. You will have to let go of a hurt uh, because it's directly connected to divine power. It's directly connected to the way you operate uh, with the Holy Spirit uh, in, in and of itself to expand the kingdom of God. This is ultimately what the Holy Spirit's doing uh, today is there's, an, uh, there's a claim to expand the kingdom of God that is out there. And the Holy Spirit is saying, well, I want you to be a part of it. But in order for you to be a part of it, you are going to have to forget some things so I can work with you and then insert some things, some spiritual conditions. Uh, again, that, that scripture from the Holy Spirit uh, written by Paul is saying there's a condition, there's a part of you that God cannot use. Well, Pastor Rick, God loves me. and Yes, he loves all of you. He's, he, you're, you're his creation. But he doesn't love the part that's directly connected to either disobedience Sin, lust, laziness, uh, rage, argumentative. 
uh, all that stuff that are directly connected with the flesh is uh, connected to the old man. And we're, we've got to recognize that because there's a divine power that's waiting for you. And that is directly connected to the kingdom of God. And that's directly connected with a lot of other things that we pray for. We pray for blessings. We pray for health. We pray for divine revelation, all these things. But it's all connected to something that you are going to have to do. You are going to have to forget. Uh, and, and in this season, uh, remembering can also be a derailment in your walk with God. Uh, because you're dwelling on the past. And God is moving forward. Everything about God is is in the in the is a forward motion. And so we have to, you have to, the Christian has to pay attention to what he or she is remembering about the past. And maybe it's time that you forget what has happened to you and start remembering that it is your job to take back what the devil has taken from you, and that is time. Time in the kingdom, divine time uh, in the kingdom, divine effectiveness, because you've been kind of relegated to the past. And I also want to say that this is a, has a divine connection to your health. The longer you retain a hurt, the, the, the heavier it becomes, and it can become a direct, your, your health can become a direct target from that. And we had a study during the week. And, uh, you, know, unfor, uh, you know, unforgiveness is kind of like connected to your health. Unrepentance is, can be, you know, you, you, you think of something, you get angry all over again. Well, it happened 10 years ago. Yeah, but you bring it right back up again and you didn't forget it because you brought it up again. And if it enters your mind, and we, we know that the mind is the battlefield... And if we don't take the time to forget what God does not want me to remember, then it will affect your health and your overall relationship with God. Remember, when you're sick, most people don't, most people don't remember God. They're, they're, they're listening to the doctors. They're, they're reading their little pills, and they're dropping all their pills in the little plastic boxes with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in a remembrance to, uh, you know, and that little box in itself is poison aside from its contents. But what it does is it reminds you all the time that you are sick. You're laying in the bed. I'm sick. The doctor comes in. I got bad news for you. You're sick. You go home and you got a paper that reminds you you're sick. And God's saying to you, I know your body is weak. I created it, but the world had its way with it. And it's time that you forget because God's promise to you is that you will be healed. And since you're going to be healed, why are you remembering that you're still sick and every day you're reminding yourself over and over again and, and, and that in itself is, is very biblical because the, Egypt, uh, the uh, Israelites had that same condition. We'll, we'll look at that in a, in a bit. But we spend lots of time talking where we have been instead of speaking about where God is taking us. Where I have been, I don't want to bring it up. But I will tell you, 
where God is taking us, where God is, is, is uh, uh, walking with us, that's his divine plan. Remember, the healing didn't begin, begin yesterday. It begins today. Now, right now, in the, in the time of, of, of God, right now is that time. But again, we love thinking about the past. We love thinking about the past. And in, in that effort or in that thing that, that attached to the past, we can't see where we're going and we stall. So Exodus chapter 14, verses uh, 11 and 12 is a really good example of that, um, that mindset. Basically, there's a lot of complaining going on. They didn't forget. Egyptian, the, the Israelites didn't forget. They, they, they did just complain. They, they said when we were in Egypt, was he one, two, three times? Three times they referenced Egypt. And three times, basically what they were saying was, we're focusing on our past. We're remembering what we had. And with this mentality, there is death and there is no more life. So out of, the, out, of the, out of the words that exit your mouth are bringing a certain death to your spirit because you're complaining. And you, you only complain because you remember. You didn't, you didn't forget what, what the, you know, a lot of people, forget, you know, they, they say this. I remember when we used to have two cars. I remember when we had, uh, you know, apartment complex and my house. I owned my house, I had, but I had to sell it. I, I didn't want to sell it, but I had to sell it. And then we go down a laundry list of all these things. And really what we're doing is we're complaining. We think we're complaining and trying to make ourselves feel better, but we're actually complaining against God. We didn't forget. We didn't forget a darn thing. We didn't forget and, and, and say, okay, I'm starting over right now because I'm in the now, now. I'm in divine now, now. That's death. You're dying. I got bad news for you. You're dying a double death. Your flesh is dying and then your spirit man is dying. Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verses uh, 12 and 14, you can read those uh, later, but I'm just going to extract a little bit here. He says, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. Okay, well, what is he saying? What is the Holy Spirit saying? The Holy Spirit is saying to us is that there's absolutely no power. You have no power. I'm going to tell you that right now. You have no power. If you are, are, are uh, uh, fighting against this divine spiritual forgetting that God is requesting, then you are dying. But the Holy Spirit is saying, I want you to focus, uh, not, not focus on the things uh, that, that you went through. I want you to focus on the things where, on the place where I'm taking you. Paul doesn't, the Holy Spirit does not, does not mention that what lies ahead is a thing. It's what lies ahead. It's everything. 
It's life. It's in front of you, and, and, and the Holy Spirit is saying, I want you to forget because where I'm taking you, it's going to be far, it's going to be high, but it's going to be so far and so high that you're not going to be able to carry because you, you can't carry that. I press on toward the goal. I press on. What the Holy Spirit is telling you after you have forgotten that you're going to have to push your way through. I press on when my body feels like quitting. I press on when my spirit man feels dejected. I press on when life has all these ups and downs that I can't take it anymore. But Paul is saying to you, the Holy Spirit is saying to you, you're going to have to press on because if you don't press on, that means that you're still in the same place. And if you're still in the same place, you have a tendency, this is a humanistic tendency, to remember where we came from. To remember what that, that very thing that God wants us to forget. This is encouraging. If nobody... If nobody said, okay, Rick, uh, you're going to have to go to uh, Europe and you're not, you're not going to have to take your, your hair dryer with you because you can't put your hair dryer in your light sockets or you're going to have to take your, your extra clothing or warm. And, and, and you, 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 you do it anyway and you get there and you realize, oh, my God, I, I, I can't use it. This is the perspective of God is having in us. I've given you all this warning and all this uh, training and all of this uh, you know, revelation, but you heated it. You, you didn't heat it. You went on the trip anyway. You took your hair dryer anyway. You took all the things. I, I, I wanted you to forget all that stuff because I want to take you to a place that you've never been before. I want you to do a work that you've never done before. But there will be some preparation that you will have to do. And the main thing is you will have to forget and press forward. There's nothing in here that says if you press forward, you remain at the same place. Pressing forward is a forward motion, as we said last week. Here it is again. It's a forward motion, which is the, the, the catalyst is you wanting to be at a different place that God has uh, destined you to be, that he's authored you to be. Again, there's a function that God wants you to perform for him. So this is, this is a great time. I mean, you know, we have a tree in the back that has tons of loquats. I haven't picked one. But I forget the trees in the back, but it's got tons of loquats. So it takes someone with a desire to go up to the tree and say, wow, you have a ton of loquats. I'm taking them all. That's what needs to be done with the word of God. You've got something for me, God, that I am going to grab. I am going to hang on to, especially in this time. But I'm going to forget what I used to be. I'm going to forget what used to what people used to say of me. I'm going to forget all of that. And I'm moving forward. I'm pressing forward to this divine goal. And that is authentic divine power. And if if. If you have not experienced divine power, then you're still remembering something. Well, Pastor Rick, and here it is again, is that I've been a Christian 30 year old for 30 years. I don't care if you've been a Christian for 100 years. There are 100-year-old Christians that never experienced divine power because they're still so-called hurt by something. 
And the greatest joke that the enemy played on the modern-day Christian is offense. And offense that is retained weakens the body of Christ. Oh, Pastor Rick, why are you saying that? Because an offended Christian does, loves like, like a butterfly. They go from place to place to place to place, spreading their infection rather than pollen. <laughs> they're, they're spreading something and they're talking about something and all they're doing is retaining hurt rather than dealing with it the biblical way. All right, enough of that. Let's, let's forget that. Paul says, forgetting those things which are behind. So what I choose to remember can be a friend or foe. Sure, I remember my great-grandmother. I remember my, my aunt. I remember beautiful brothers and sisters that encouraged and taught me. I remember all that. That's not what the Lord, that's not what the Holy Spirit is saying. That's a friend. A foe is not forgetting or not being able to forget and release things that are stopping me they are halting my forward motion as my progress as a christian so paul refused he absolutely refused to deal with the past reaching forward to those things which are ahead the holy spirit is teaching us to reach forward in the spiritual and that follows the, the the body follows you're reaching for the things of god your body responds peace enters oh you had a pastor Rick, i had a horrible week last week it was terrible yeah were you in the word of god well i didn't have time i you know i was in the line at the dmv on monday and then the bank never opened and all of these things crept in. I had problems at work. Okay, well, if you didn't have time for the word of God, chaos enters and is robbing you of that peace. Maybe the Holy Spirit saying, I want you to forget everything that you went through last week, last month, last year, last decade. Forget all of that. Because what I have for you in the now, going forward, A, I'm going to have to have you to reach for it. If you're hungry enough at the dinner table, you will reach for that three-quarter inch steak. If you're hungry, we always reach for the yummy stuff. But the spiritual stuff takes a lot of effort because God wants you to be prepared, spiritually prepared for what he has for you. And a weak Christian is not eating at the Christian table. They're only maybe eating the spiritual jello. Everybody likes jello. It's a nice sweet stuff. The pan dulce, everybody likes pan dulce, but that doesn't make for a strong spiritual body. What that does is it brings in spiritual anemia, and we become sick. And when you're sick, you, everybody's been sick once or twice in their life, once, whatever, you don't feel like getting up. Do not become obsessed with your failures. The failure can be one of the most powerful learning experiences or one of the most powerful destructive experiences. You see, I say destructive because if you don't learn from your failure, then you're doomed to do it again. 
But if you learned from your failure, you will never fail again in that manner because you learned from something because you forgot what you did before and you tried something new. The Holy Spirit said to me, he goes, you know, stop complaining today or stop comparing today with yesterday. Stop complaining what you used to have and now don't have. This is, this is a, a spiritual, you, this is a spiritual no-no. Because I mean, that means you're focusing on something that is not a God focus. First, uh, First Corinthians chapter five verse seven references leaven. Okay, uh, remembering the past is like a leaven. Okay, it's that yeast, that stuff that infects the whole lump. Once you have it in the in, in the mixture you, and you mixed it all up, you can't separate that. That that whole. That whole lump of dough is no good. So the Holy Spirit was likening uh, your, uh, you know, those that are remembering past hurts, those that refuse. You would be surprised at the number of Christians that refuse to forget that offense, that word, that pain, what they did to me, poor me, and that that is a leaven. That is a, a yeast that, that it pollutes the entire lump and is unusable. It's like a poison. Or it, it moves like a poison. Your past is like that yeast. And it can affect your present. Remove your past from the present and operate in the newness that God has for you now. Pastor Rick, you keep talking about new. You keep talking about the now. I've not experienced new and I've not experienced now. I've, I've, I'm just going from day to day. Well, the reason is if you're going from day to day, you're expecting to go from day to day. You're not expecting anything more. You may have prayed for more, but you didn't believe more was coming. So you're operating in the new, you're operating in the now and you're refusing to forget what you didn't get in the past. I've been praying for years, and I have not seen God move. Well, that's because you're expecting God not to move. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try expecting God to move? And better still, why don't you move and press forward, as Paul says, for that prize? Maybe. I know he's talking about our eternal position in the kingdom, but let's step back a little bit. He's also talking about winning the race. Maybe winning the race is seeing a manifestation of God's power and his move, a movement of God in your life. And then, oh, by the way, you get to the race because you spent your whole life believing in the power of God, expecting God to move, and God, what does he do? God moves in your life. Part of forgetting is the ability to focus on the future and the ability for us to prioritize what's important and what's not. For example, cosmetology, not important. Dyeing your hair, not important. God is important. School, not important. 
The bowling alley, definitely not important. God comes first. If you hold that, that perspective, then everything good will follow in your life. If you hold a wishy-washy, God one day, school the other, God one day, the bakery and coffee the next, then your life will be a seesaw. Up and down, up and down, more down than up. Focus on the priorities and your future will follow. Focus on godly priorities and your future will follow. Your priority is God first. But God first can't come first if you're still remembering the past. Matthew chapter 6, 33. Seek first. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And these things shall be added to you. Ah, so that means you're without something right now. In order for something to be added to you, there must be a deficit of something in, in your presence, in your life. But he's saying, if you seek me first, if you seek the kingdom first, and if you're seeking the righteousness that belongs to God, the righteous, you know, in this world right now, just this past week, there's a lot of things wrong with this world, in case you haven't noticed. Right now, there's a distraction. There's distractions, distra- supernatural distractions going on right now. There's political distractions. There's social distractions. There's entertainment distractions. There's uh, Disney distract. All of these things we're, we're seeing now for the very first time. Now, remember what God said about 30 days ago, and definitely when he said in t- this in 2016, 17, he said there was going to be a revealing. When something is revealed by God, you do not forget that. Because the enemy wants you to forget it, so that, that way you can become part of the problem. And a lot of Christians have laid back and they, with their legs up in the air and their head down in the sand, and they've pretended that it doesn't exist. Oh, Pastor Rick, but you know, it's only Halloween. Let, let the little children go and, and be a partic- participate in the, the, the demonic environment, but they get free candy. Oh, it's only, you know, Disneyland because, you know, everybody loves Disney. Well, Walt and Disney's vibe. I used to go there when I in the 50s. But now all of a sudden there's something different about what we loved. And God is revealing to us politicians with perversions, people with perversions, pastors with perversions and addictions. And the Christian... Believe it or not, well, I've been going to this church for 30 years, and I I really love my pastor, and he's got a godly man. And lo and behold, God reveals some perversion. Now, I'm just saying he's a man. But still, this is, you know, God said, you know, that, that if you don't go to the, if you go to the window and you open the blind and you let God shine the light on you, on your sin, and you come before the throne, he's going to forgive you. doesn't mean that you keep on sinning, but it means that you can repent, and God will forget. 
your sin. But if you refuse, there will come a time when God will enter your life, as we have seen time and time again, and he will force reveal. He will force you into his light and reveal your perversion and he will reveal your sin to the world. This is the time that we are living in right now. So it's better for us to go to the throne room and repent so that God can forgive us and he can forget all of those things that this is the power of. See, you can't do anything great for the kingdom of God if you have not forgotten. If you're still living in the land of Egypt and you're reminding God, well, we used to have pots of meat. We used to have barrels of wine. Of course, we were enslaved. Of course, we were addicted. Of course, we were bound. Of course, we were jailed. Of course, we were hindered. But at least we had something. Seek first the kingdom of God. What are your priorities? This verse, the Holy Spirit told me, this verse is the only time that you can pour into you. You, you. you can forget everything else. Of course, all verses are connected, not just uh, a linear connection as we read, but all verses rely on another verse. There's another reference God's speaking over and over. That's why I don't understand when a pastor retires and says, well, I preach everything. I preach everything in the gospel. I've done everything for the Lord. I've spoken everything. I have nothing else to talk about. How can you say that? It, if you believe in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit doesn't, he doesn't stop talking because he gets tired of talking. But Matthew 6, is the only time that you can make a change in you. Well, I thought God makes the change in me. No, apparently not. But seek first. Seeking means you need to do something. Seeking means you need to agree with God. It's all about you in this verse. If you like you, Matthew 6, is you. It's all about you. Seek first the kingdom of God and, all, and his righteousness and everything else is easy peasy. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. I will end right here. Do not remember the former things. I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to put a little, a little current day in this. Forget, man. Forget. How many times do I have to tell you? Forget what they did to you. Forget what they said to you. Stop being a spiritual baby. Wah, wah, wah. I hear a lot of wah, wah, wah right now. And little babies, when they wah, wah, wah all the time, mom and dad, sooner or later, say, okay, let him or her cry until they get tired and go to sleep. You spend your whole life complaining about something and your whole life never rectifying it, never growing up, never maturing never displaying the power of God that he is saying is available to you to operate within if you forget. Do not remember the former things because you can't go forward. You can't even consider. You know what, the, you know what that means? You, you, nor consider. When you have your little pan dulce and your little coffee there and you're staring out at your beautiful garden and, and then all of a sudden, beep. oh, well, I did forgive them, but oh. And we go over that thing. Well, here it comes in. The enemy, the devil's got it in there. The devil's bringing all, and all of a sudden you're reliving. That's consider. Don't consider it. This is, this is old. Considering the things of old. It's old. No good comes from old. What do they do when they, when they have an old building? If they, if they can't renovate the building, they destroy the building. That's really what 
going to happen if you don't stop remembering the former things because there will be a lot of people that will hear, I never knew you because you didn't forget the way I told you to forget and I, you didn't re operate in the newness of what I had for you because I'm doing a new thing. And the new thing is getting ready to spring and sprout and move in your life. This is the season of change. This is the season of change. And, and this last verse is, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. You, you, you know what that translates to? If you think you can't do it, if you think it, it can't get any tougher, God's going to bust through the wall, and he's going to make you a way. You're going to have to travel. He's not going to make you travel. God's not going to carry you there. You're going to have to seek first. And when you get thirsty, when all your supplies look like they have run out, when the gas can't get any lower in your car, when the refrigerator looks bare, when you begin to get that dryness in your mouth because you need some water, God will make a way in this season of divine power if you forget the old.